Welcome back, friends. It's Thursday. Thank you so much for listening to the Bible Tracks broadcast today. If you're not listening on a Thursday, what are you doing? Actually, never mind. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Even if you're listening a couple days late, that's okay. Regardless, I want to thank you for your listenership. The fact that you would take time out of your schedule to meet with us here in the studio room at Bible Tracks Incorporated means a lot to me. I'm excited about what we have going on before we jump in. I'd like to tell you by way of personal testimony about a phone call that I received today. The secretary came in and said, I think there's someone on the phone that you should talk to. Ended up being a 79-year-old man that I had the privilege of talking to. The man not long ago had lost his wife, and we had sent a note to him, and it meant so very much to him. And I spent about 10 or 15 minutes on the phone. Now, I'll be quite blunt with you. I did not have 10 or 15 minutes to give today. I have radio broadcasts to do. I have all sorts of things. Some things I can't even tell you about yet. They're secret. They're, they're surprises. They're coming up here in the near future. But here I am sitting at a computer. The secretary comes in. You need to talk to this guy. And I said, all right, let's do it. I take her recommendation. She knows what's going on better than I do. And so I took the call. And there were opportunities to end the call early, but I realized about a minute and a half or two in that this just might be the best 10 minutes of my day. It reminded me of many times that I've gone to nursing homes in the past. You're talking to folks and you go in anticipating being an encouragement to those folks. And prayerfully, you often are, but more importantly, sometimes They are an encouragement to you, and you walk away refreshed. You walk away thinking, I could have spent hours doing that. That was the best part of my week. And that's exactly what I thought, getting off the phone with him about 15 minutes later, talked to him about his son, talked to him about some anxiety and some worry that he has, living off Social Security, not in a great financial position, but yet God knows exactly where he is. If you would, I won't give you his name. I have no desire whatsoever to embarrass him. But if you would, if you'd pray for that 79-year-old man and his son and his family, I'd greatly appreciate that. I know he would as well. He had so many great track stories. He used to be a truck driver when he was able-bodied. He's lost his health recently. But he recalls so often driving around and he'd go to a truck stop and he'd have an opportunity to present the gospel to someone in the form of a gospel track. It was amazing to hear the testimonies of a man that can't do what he once did, but is still proud to serve Christ, to serve the King of Kings, still happy to be enlisted in the army of God. Man, what a great portion of my day. And I'm so glad I have the opportunity to share just a moment of it with you. Can I encourage you, my friend, before we get into our Bible study, before we highlight a track, before we talk about our ministry, can I encourage you to stop and smell the roses sometimes, to stop and listen to the old men, to give a few moments to the aged women, to be a blessing to them because in turn, I truly believe God will bless you for it and you just might learn something. One of the few attributes that I have that I am truly happy about is the fact that I am smart enough to know that there are many people that can be my teacher. 
all men can be my teacher, it's been said, and that's very true, but especially my elders. Those that have lived double and even triple my lifetime, it would be very wise of me to stop and give them their due, to glean from the wealth of knowledge that they can contain. They've forgotten more than I probably will ever know, and they're filled with just common and biblical sense. Let me encourage you. Stop and listen to the old men, the aged women, when you get an opportunity. Now let's turn our attention to our reading from the book On Prayer by E.M. Bounds. I believe these are important. If nothing else, it encourages me to pray just a little bit more. And so I hope it does the same for you as well. We are in E.M. Bounds' book On Prayer. If you don't know the name George Mueller as it applies to prayer, then let me acquaint you with them for just a moment here. Here is a short reading. It's about a page long, a little longer than I normally like to go in these readings for time's sake, but I think it will help to you. Here's what it says. Major D.W. Whittle, in an introduction to writings on the wonders of prayer, once told this story about George Mueller. Here's what he said. I met Mr. Mueller in the express the morning of our sailing from Quebec to Liverpool. About half an hour before the tender was to take the passengers to the ship, he asked of the agent if a deck chair had arrived for him from New York. He was answered no and told that it could not possibly come in time for the steamer. I had with me a chair I had just purchased and told Mr. Mueller of the place nearby and suggested, as but a few moments remained, that he had better buy one at once. His reply was, no, my brother, our Heavenly Father will send the chair from New York. It's the one used by Mrs. Mueller. I wrote ten days ago to a Christian brother who promised to see it forwarded here last week. He hasn't been prompt as I would have desired, but I'm sure our Heavenly Father will send the chair. Mrs. Mueller is very sick on the sea and has particularly desired to have this chair. Not finding it here yesterday, we've made a special prayer that our Heavenly Father would provide it for us, and we will trust him to do so. As this dear man of God went peacefully on board, running the risk of Mrs. Mueller making the trip without a chair when for a couple of dollars she could have been provided for, I confess I feared Mr. Mueller was carrying his faith principles too far and not acting wisely. I was kept at the express office ten minutes after Mr. Mueller left. Just as I started to hurry to the wharf, a team of horses drove up the street. And on top of the load, wouldn't you know, just arrived from New York was Mr. Mueller's chair. It was sent at once to the tender, and it was actually placed in my hands to take to Mr. Mueller just as the boat was leaving the dock. In parentheses, he says the Lord had a lesson for me, obviously. Mr. Mueller took it with a happy, pleased expression of a child who has just received a kindness deeply appreciated and reverently removing his hat and folding his hands over it. He thanked the Heavenly Father for sending the chair. It's so little, right? It seems so small. But I would love to have a story like that. God has been good in allowing us to be well taken care of in many different ways. And and I do have different stories like that that some could say are just coincidence. But a story like that, absolutely amazing. I hope prayer means as much to you, maybe even half as much to you as it did to Mr. Mueller. Now let's turn our attention to our Bible study. We're in discipleship study number four on prayer. You can get it on our website, BibleTracksInc.org. I'd love to send that to you completely free of charge. Matthew chapter number six, 
and verse number nine. Matthew chapter six and verse number nine, I have just realized that I've forgotten to highlight a track. And so I'm going to do so in the quickest time frame I possibly ever have on this broadcast in maybe 15 to 30 seconds. Let me tell you about a track that I have with me right now. The track I'm holding in my hand is called I'm Keeping the Golden Rule. You need to find out why keeping the golden rule is not going to be enough. You see, friend, you can get this track right here on our website with no charge whatsoever for the track or the shipping. BibleTracksInc.org. We'd love to send it to you. I'm keeping the golden rule. You might just be lying if you think you are. Now, let's turn our attention back to our discipleship study if we can. Discipleship study number four on prayer. Matthew chapter number six, verse number nine says this. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Verse number 13 is where we will begin. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We as Christians should be very careful in our prayer time to not leave off our prayers without asking God to give us a victory over sins and habits that we need to conquer. We need God's protection from Satan and sin each and every day. Do you know that the devil is no dust bunny? He is powerful. He's a lion, the Bible says, walking to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. And we need God's help for wisdom, how to avoid temptation, to be delivered from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The end of verse number 13 says, Praise God for blessings and answers to prayer. We must, we should purpose in our heart to pray for situations as God lays them on our hearts and continue our prayers throughout the day as you ask God for help and strength, praying without ceasing. What an opportunity. What a thought that we can speak to God as a friend, as a child. So here are some questions that you may have. What are we supposed to pray for? You can open your Bible to Luke chapter 11. For sake of time, we won't do a deep dive in this section, but we can pray for basic needs. Luke 11, verse number 3. We can pray for forgiveness. Luke 11, 4. We can pray for others. Luke 11, verses 5 through 10. Pray for, and this applies to Bible Tracks Incorporated, Pray for the power of the Holy Spirit for witnessing. What is witnessing? That means being a witness to others, letting other people know about what God did in our lives when we accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. Now, wait a minute. Maybe you say right now, I have not accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. Here's what you can do. Not this Monday, but last Monday's broadcast, we started a study on salvation. You can go back and listen to that right now, or you can do this. Text me. I'd love to talk to you about your need of a Savior. The phone number that you can text me at, not call, just text 309-316-7240. 309-316-7240. Let me also make this offer to you as well. If you are in a position where you feel a little trepidatious, you feel a little squeamish about confronting people about their need of a savior. 
but you know they might be interested, here's what you could do. You could give them my phone number. Give them that text number. I would love to talk to them on your behalf. 309-316-7240. Now, let me say this. That does not alleviate you of all responsibility to talk about Jesus Christ or pray for the needs of people's souls. You should talk to your friends about God, but I'd love to be a help to you in that way. There's so many verses, so many outlines in the Bible that can talk about prayer, that do talk about prayer. Tomorrow on the broadcast, we are going to look at this question. How do I get started praying? I'd love to answer that question for you. Join me tomorrow on the Bible Tracks broadcast. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.